everybody, and welcome to our bonus episode of The Overlay, a poker podcast brought to you from CCG Poker Radio. We have Joe on the line. Joe, are you there? Hey, Kenny, what's up? Hey, how are you? Uh, it's kind of funny to, to I don't want to use the word interview you, because you're you know, you're a pretty diehard poker player and you're what we like to call in the Brandon and I realm of poker players. You're a serious rec player. You don't do it for money. You don't do it. I mean, everybody likes money, but it's not like you're doing this as a job or to to supplement income. This is fun. And yet you still take it very seriously. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I had aspirations when I was younger to probably do a professional, but yeah, I mean, I give the, I give those guys credit. There's no way I could ever play pro. Like, I mean, it's just it's especially nowadays the game's so hard. Yeah, you know, and uh, the players they're all so good, so much better than they were before. Like, I mean, I I play like when I go on vacation. You know, I'm married now. My wife's cool. She'll like let me go play for a couple hours if there's a casino around. You know, like nice. uh, Funny story. uh, We went to New Orleans for the first time last year. Oh yeah, Uh, we both never both never been there. So. Uh, we like to go out and have a couple cocktails, and uh, I, I mean, me and you pounded a couple out of bears for sure, for sure. <laughs> so uh, she's like, we pull up, and uh, a friend of mine works for the uh, Marriott, and uh, he had a extra room, and he's like, hey, you, you and your wife want this for New Orleans for the weekend? No problem. So I usually do some research when I travel, blah blah blah, and it turned out that the hotel we were staying at, the Harris Casino, was right across the street. Oh yeah, and we it's pull, right in downtown. Like right New there. Orleans, like it's crazy to think about, yeah. like because New Orleans needs more, you know, ways to just, I don't know, what's the right word here? It needs more sin. New Orleans needs yeah. more sin, and w- what better right. thing to do than to slap a casino right in the middle of New Orleans? But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So my wife's like, "Oh, how convenient!" Right across the street from mm-hmm. the casino. I was like, I didn't plan it that way. <laughs> so uh, we go out, we do the whole Bourbon Street thing, blah blah blah, you know, and uh, it's an early night, like nine o'clock, you know. And uh, go back up to the room, and she passes out. So I gently roll her off me, and I go across the street, and I play for like three hours. I just left a little note, left a little note on the table. If she woke up in the middle of the night, she I hate to interrupt you, but I do yeah. the exact same thing with my wife. Because when yeah. like her and I go to Vegas, and we oh we know, well, I mean pre COVID anything, but you know we normally go to Vegas at least once a year. And we and she likes to shop, and we do all the restaurants. I mean, and Vegas has really turned into like a great spot for that. But it's so funny, like. 11 30 12 everything's kind of done and she's like all right i'm gonna go to sleep and i'm like okay i'm gonna go downstairs for a little bit just to see what's going on and the next thing you know it's yeah. five o'clock in the morning i come back right. but anyway so i'm glad yeah. we we have that in common for sure the uh, i do it everywhere we go to we go to scottsdale every year uh, my birthday weekend ha- happens to fall on the same weekend as the waste management open you know, oh like, nice you know, the crazy go so we go we go every year and uh Super Bowl is always that weekend too, so it's a perfect time. To be oh, out it's there. A, it's a fun! What a great birthday weekend! Right, the weather's good. You know, you can go. I bring the golf clubs. I, I, I'll play out there, and uh, the, to- the Talking Stick Resorts is like by far my favorite casino I've ever been at. Really, better than Vegas, better than anywhere I go, and uh, the games are good. They spread them well. The room is run so perfect. The food is great. Um, and they have everything. And you know what I play there? And you'll laugh at this because this is how me and you grew up playing. They have limit, dude. They have oh, I know. 20, they have twenty forty limit. I miss limit. Like, I know. Me too. Like that's all they had. Remember until MoneyMaker came oh, yeah. around. Like that's all we would play. We play five ten limit at resorts or Harris, whatever. Mar- what's some? I mean, people probably don't know now, but it's a Maristar in yeah. East Chicago. Remember when it was um, Trump? Like, 
it was the yeah it was the first poker room you know mm -hmm. and uh it was great and they only had limit you know they had seven stud and they had five ten ten twenty and twenty forty limit yep. and funny story about that is like we were playing you know i had a good week and i i think it won like a thousand bucks which is like big deal you know mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm gonna give my i'm gonna give it a shot playing i just was playing five ten limit i'm like i'm gonna I'm going to beat this game. I'm going to go to 2040 limit. I got this game. <laughs> no, no lie. Like this was a reality check. I'm like how I knew I wasn't that good at poker. Right. right. The same guy in the same hand check raised me all three streets. Can you imagine that? I bet he checked. I bet he raised. Okay. Nowadays I'm, I'm I, nowadays I'm off the gas. Right. Know, that happens. Turn, uh, turn comes. I, he checks. I bet he raises. <laughs> same thing on the river and i'm like of course he had it I was, like, <laughs> I was like now i couldn't like i sit back and laugh about that story it's like there's no way that I, that would happen to me now like, right i'm done i'm i'm i'm, I'm the white flag's coming up you know right i'm giving up race. <laughs> yeah i give up uh it's so funny but now i interrupt you what happened in new orleans when you left the wife and you went down to the casino uh i i, I think i i had a couple cocktails myself so i think i you know, lost about a thousand. <laughs> I wonder what, but, like, the average, like, you know, when you go into, uh, into a poker room and, like, there's nights where, like, you're, you know, at least I know, like, if it's, like, a vacation time, like, I'm drinking, I'm having fun, like, it's more about right. those things. But I wonder, like, in New Orleans, like, I wonder if there's, like, local pros that go there that are just, like, God, it's, like, got to be, like, 90% tourists and, like, just one out of nine guys are, like, local grinding pros. And it's it's got to be, like, a feeding frenzy. I don't 100%, know. One hundred percent. I one hundred percent. When I was thinking, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't fully intoxicated, but I probably shouldn't have been playing for sure. Um, and um, but the, have you ever played there? Uh, like when I played there, when I I went in college because I went to school in Mississippi, so we would go there, okay. you know, like once a year. But it was normally blackjack and goof. we were there to drink, and we were in college. Like it wasn't like I was going to like and poker. Really wasn't. This is like ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. So it's not really like. Poker wasn't, you know, it wasn't a, right. a big a big deal. Nobody really played. I don't even know if they had a poker room then. So their their uh, their ga their cash games have no max. I did know the that one, the one three game and the two five game have no max. And the only thing I kept thinking is like, I need to come back here just for a poker trip. But I don't know how you tell the wife that you're. Just I'm going to go to New Orleans <laughs> to play poker. Yeah, it's yeah, like one of those. Dark places you can't go yeah. to. It's just, you know, bad yeah. things happen in New Orleans. Fun things happen yeah. in New Orleans, but bad things oh, happen yeah. too. We had a great time minus a little uh, hiccup losing a grand, but she didn't need to know about that. Nah, nah. <laughs> I never tell mine either, you know. No, no. The funny story about that. You lost 200, you know. Yeah, I, I was playing. Um, we were playing at a blackjack table, and I like to play blackjack by myself. And I'll normally start low, but I'm a presser. Like, I'll start, you know, $25 minimum table. And if I'm doing well, I'll bump it up to 50 to 100, and I'll just keep riding the rush if it's going. I mean, I'm still in my original 500 bucks that I sat down with. So it's like, to me, you can't lose more. I don't think of it as money one, right? Like if you get it up to like 2K, like I'm not thinking like, oh man, I'm up 1500. I'm thinking now I can start pressing and get it up to an right. absurd number. So anyways, I'm getting towards the end and I'm up, you know, up 
my 500 is not like 2,500. I'm playing like four hands, you know, I think 200 bucks a hand. And I get like, I kid you not, it could not have worked out better. I get like four double down hands and the dealer's showing a six. And I am Ooh. like as giddy as could be. And my wife is sitting next to me. She's not playing. She's just on her phone, not paying attention. And they're all black chips out. I only have black chips now. And of course, I double everything down, get a split on another one. I literally have like $1,200 on the table. It's like half what I, I started the hand with or, the, you know. Sure enough, the dealer rolls over to six and just big, just drills a five. And even all of my double downs uh, were like 19s, 20s. Um, I mean, they were really, I was like, oh man, this is going to pay for the whole trip. Like we can, you know, like <laughs> this is fantastic. And uh, he drills the five and he's like 21. And of course I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. And of course my wife like looks up and she's like, oh, what are the black chips worth? And I'm like, fives, they're $5 chips. And everybody at the table's <laughs> looking at me and the dealer, I'm looking at him like, if you say one word, He's like, yes, sir. Tough hand, tough hand. And I throw him like the last green bird hand. I was like, thanks. He's like, that's the first tip I've ever got when somebody lost that much on a hand. I was like, hey, you covered for me so that the missus didn't know that that was that much money in play at one hand. So yeah, I it was can't, fun. I, don't, I can't play blackjack anymore. Uh, the only thing I play besides poker in a casino now is uh, like if I go with my wife and we go to the casino, um, she likes to play Let It Ride. You know? Oh, nice. So it's a pretty dummy proof game. So you can kind of just have some fun. It's fun. Games. Yeah. You're not going to get murdered. It's a know? brain. I hate to say it's a brainless game, but it's an easy game. It it's an easy game to it play. Is. It's just right. you kind of do whatever it's supposed to do and you have fun and you drink a little bit and have a good time. Um, yeah, that's it. To drop back to poker, are you normally a cash game player or a tournament player? What would you say you're, you're I'm looking probably, for? I'm like 98% cash game. Really? Um, just just because I don't really have the time with, with work. I don't really have time to sink into a tournament to play like a multi-day, you know, like a, like normally like I, I like to play the bigger tournaments, especially a CCG um, just because the, you know, it's worth it. If I'm going to play for three days, right. I'm going to win, you know, but um, that's all like cash games are. I, I like to, you know, I could, I could say, Hey, I'm going to come and play for four hours and be done. Or, you know, I'm going to, People don't like to do this, and it probably doesn't make any sense. But like, I'll say, "Hey, I want to win 500 today, and after I win that, I'm good." And then once I hit that number, you know, if I'm still running good, I'll hang hang out for a little bit longer. But like, you know, I'll wait till like, you know, I'm not gonna. I don't. Know, I think it's the, just the smart way I play. I don't. I'm not gonna risk my whole stack. Unless, no, that's that's great. The situation and it's up. yeah, well, and it's interesting too because I feel like a lot of players, you know, like I, maybe even me, I I I do almost the opposite. I'm always like, well, I'm going to play for four hours, and then whatever happens happens. So there's so many times where if I'd have just stopped playing after like two hours, I'd have been much better off. But yep. I can't seem to get myself to do that because um, I'm like, oh, I'm already all the way out at the horseshoe, and I live in Naperville, so I mean, it's a good right. hour drive, and I'm like, I'm already here, and you know, I always, I always. I also have a really great line that I always tell the valet guy. So I always pull up front in front of the valet at the horseshoe and uh, they're like, Oh, are you a diamond? I was like, no, no, I have to pay for it. So I always pay for the, you know, the, the valet at that point. I always tell him, keep it running and keep it up front. If I'm not back in 10 minutes, you can park it. And the guy was like, wait, are you serious? I was like, yeah, kind of just wait 10 minutes. If I'm back, that means I'm out of money. And then I'm going home. He's like, all right, cool. So that's always my I mean, funny. I, I used to just let it let it ride and play for as long as I could play. But then I, you know, me like been playing for so long, I just lose focus. And yeah, you know, I'm on my phone, like, you know, especially, you know, I live 20 minutes from the horseshoe in Chicago. So, um, I'm on my phone just, you know, then I just start playing and not paying attention to what's going on. It's just, 
it's a bad thing to do. I you know, do if I'm in a, if I'm in, right, if I'm in a tournament, it's a different story. You know, I know what I have to do. Right. There's so like, like an end game, game is, to it, right? There's like a right. like a path that you have to take. Whereas like cash right. games, it's the good and the bad thing. It's great because you can kind of get up and go as you please. You don't have to pay attention all the time. You're really looking for one or two hands to kind of make some money on and then move on. Whereas a tournament, you have to consistently do that all the time, which it's a it's a commitment to do it. And people are always like, you know. I never play a bunch of tournaments and that's the whole reason why it's like, I cannot, I do it all the time. I'll play six hours and I'll play really good, solid poker. And then I'll have one hiccup and then I dump it all off. And I'm like, man, that was a waste of six hours. Right. And it won't, a lot of times, I mean, it won't even be something that you do. I mean, I mean, just getting loses in the pocket aces against pocket sixes or something crazy like that. It's like, it's such a brutal game. Yeah. yeah, I just waste, I just wasted two. It's not even that you wasted like the two grand or thousand or, $600 $600 buy-in. It's like, I just wasted like all that time hours, yeah. 18 hours or whatever. And I'm not even going to get a dime out of this. It's mm-hmm. like, that sucks. Like if I'm playing 18 hours in a cash game, you know, and I don't win at least, you know, estimated five or 600 bucks, maybe, you know, right. even a thousand, you know, it's like, okay, at least it, I got like, something from it, you know, right? exactly. It's like, so it's, I kind of pick and choose the tournaments I played. I, I've been playing a little bit more lately. You know, like I, I actually had, before all this crap happened, I was having a really good year. I had such a shitty last year. And this year I was like, I started off pretty good. I uh, came in third in your turn, the five, Valentine's Day. Which tournament. you were on the uh, CCG Poker TV, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we didn't even get the, ch- I mean, we chatted between break a little bit, but yeah, we, ch- we chopped it up, you know. Which I was fine with. Yeah, uh, Pat the Pat the Knit wasn't fine with. So no, I no, he wanted to keep lucky. going. Yeah, exactly, and that's fine. I mean, he's young and into playing out, playing it out, and I'm I'm fine with that. But I was fine with chopping too because I won 15 bounties like in the two right, eight. which is sweet. Right, that's another three k on top of you know the three thirty five hundred or whatever we chopped. So I was like, that's it. I'm good with that. Yeah, this know? is a good day. Yeah, right. And plus, like we like I wasn't a fan of it, but I just went with the whole table wanted to do like. Once we got to the final table, everybody wanted to just keep their own bounties. It was like, I, I mean, I, it changed the dynamics of the tournament. A little bit, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and I and I probably wouldn't do But it's it understandable, again. right? Yeah, I mean, but I just was like, I want as many, I want so many of them. I was just kind of like, whatever, you know. And, and I think that's after, what happens when you're like the, you know, the serious recreational player. I'm kind of like, I'll go with the flow. Like, whatever you guys right. want to do. If you want to chop it, yeah, I'll yeah. chop it. If you want to play it out, I'll play it out. If you guys want right. to change it up, like, it doesn't, like, whatever. Like, it's not, you know. Right. Unless you're short, unless you're short stacked, and someone says chop, your ears go up like a yeah, little what? Yeah, like, yes, well, I'm in. Chop, chop. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, like I played um, the heart HPT. I played, I played the six max, and I came in eighth place. Um, the six max was fun, and I guess uh, that's going to be the way I poke. That's going to be a new while, thing, yeah. So, yeah, so that was good, and then the um, uh, the World Series came. To horseshoe, I mean, you did pretty well. Yeah, um, I didn't do anything in the tournaments, but the cash games were just so good. Like, I didn't, I only played the main event because the cash games were just—that's the best time for cash it games is. there. Because I know, mean, the room is just so busy, and so many people want to go. And they're they're in my boat, right? Like, they drove an hour. They've already yeah. they're already there. Or, I'm out of, out of this tournament, I feel like know? I didn't get enough play in, so I'll go downstairs and, and play no limit, and it's great. Yeah, it was crazy because usually I I'll, usually I just, I'll just play two five. You know, that's my game. And uh, I'm not going to lie, and I'm not just saying this because it's, it's the Chicago Indiana based podcast mostly. Mm-hmm. But the horseshoe is the best players I've ever played with. Yeah, like I would agree. You can go anywhere. Like I like I said earlier, I play in a lot of spots. The shoe players are the best players I've ever played with, and I usually play there in the day. 
because now that I'm married, it's, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to go play right. at 11 o'clock at night, tell your wife you're going to the casino and I'll be back at seven in the morning. Right. I don't yeah. fly no more. <laughs> and then you sleep so, all day. Yeah. And you're just, right, in the, exactly. you're in the doghouse. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm usually, you know, a daytime player, you know, and, uh, a lot of the guys that play there during the day, are, you know, that's their job. Right. So it's like you really have to pick your spots there. But then when the World Series comes in town, you get people driving in from Wisconsin, from it's Ohio. It's a whole different dynamic of players. You know? Yeah. And the, and the cash games are – I think I've played no lie. Like I, like I said, I usually play 2-5 no limit. I bumped up and played 5-10 because I felt comfortable. Because usually the 5-10 game at the shoe is the same 12 guys every time and they're – they're better than me. I'm not going to lie. Yep. You know, I'm okay and they're saying deep, that. Yeah. And, and they're deeper than me too. So, so it's like, all right, so I'll play that sometimes, but I played it a lot when that was there. I even, so I had like, you know, my time, I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave at seven o'clock. It was like, it was like five 30. They opened up a five, five PLO game. Ooh. Like I'll usually play one, two PLO sometimes. And like I told you, I'm going to probably start playing them more just because Holden's getting so hard. Yep. So I just jumped into a five, five PLO game with like 800 bucks and I think I won like six grand in like 45 minutes. Wow. It was crazy. Like it was because I people, I think there's no max in that game or maybe 2000 max. Buy-in. Yeah, I'm not like 100% I have, sure. Yeah, that's yeah, Brandon's yeah, department. Brandon on those. Yeah, yeah. Brandon, Brandon um, but I'm not even really sure because that was the first time I played it. But I was like, I'm just going to, I was up like a thousand. I'm like, I'm just going to fire 800 into this. Whatever happens, I don't even care at this point because I was having such a good week. And like, dude, I was flopping sets. And you know those usually don't really hold in, right. in uh, PLO. But I was flapping sets, and the people were just jamming on me. And you could run it twice up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were running it twice, and they were my sets were holding every time. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. I was up like whatever, maybe six, 6,000, so right around there. And it was like less than an hour. I like racked up my chips, and, and, and I was like, all right, I'm leaving. That's it. I'm out of here. I, I was like, okay. And everyone's like, you're going? I'm like, sorry. This ain't a home game where – you know, you don't have to stay for a limit. I'm like, I'm right. out of here. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm in over my skis, and I and, when and I I'm up. Really I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is it. Like, you know, so I was running good, and then, you know, obviously this happened, and uh, there really been nothing to do. I tried to play online a couple of times, but that's just not for me. It's not for me uh, either. And people ask no. me all the time, they're like, why don't you do online stuff? And I'm like, it's just, it's a different game. Like, it's just, it's very, very different than live poker. I mean, it's. Yeah, my, my live poker is, I base my, my game off a lot of live reads, you know, uh, and just, you know, being, you know, the atmosphere, like, I, like, in the, it, it sounds weird, but just having the chips in front of you is different than just clicking a button. You know, like, you don't really pay attention, like, when you're betting 500 on the computer than when you're betting 500 chips. Right. Like the physical aspect of it, it's like, oh, wait a minute. So it I just bet, it feels so you know, different. Right. And I like seeing things. I like, you know, you can't really, I mean, I'm sure there's people that can get betting pattern tells, you know, off, off the internet and stuff like that. And, um, but then again, so too, much like, harder. There's so, and there's so many hands, like you're seeing like so many hands in a half hour as opposed to live poker. So it's like, you know, the spots are so different and, People that were doing that, like I never really even got into that when it was popular when you actually could play here legally. Yeah. So you know, it was just like this wasn't for me. And then um, a buddy of mine has been having a home game, which I think are going to be making a huge comeback. Oh yeah. Uh, because who's going to want to go play four-handed wearing a mask? Right. You know. Um, even like even if they made it six-handed, that would be good. But four-handed is going to be kind of hard. It's like it's like going to be on you like every every other hand and it's like 
if you, you're going to be forced to play hands that, you know, you normally, you normally wouldn't play. Wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, even oh, six handed, yeah, that's going to happen. You know I mean? Just the game yeah. moves so much faster. You wouldn't think it would, but it, it absolutely moves so much faster and you have to be, you know, and, and again, that's part of the reason why I like playing cash games, you know, in a full game is because you can kind yeah. of zone out a little bit. You don't have to pay attention as much because of the fact that there's, you know, there's more stuff going on. The game moves slower, but right. you don't have that luxury. Table, you- full table you catch a bad beat you can you know get up and take a walk you know you know go to the bathroom and you know or walk around the casino or you know go get some food beforehand and it's like all right one guy goes to the bathroom know. it's like the game stops right. you know exactly two guys leave at the same time it's like what you, game you know, down second second man walking you know, they just pick you up you know they yeah i can't tell you how many times minutes. you know games like seven handed one guy goes out to smoke and then a guy gets busted on a big hand and then somebody else goes to the bathroom next thing you know they're down to four and then they want to break the table and the guy comes back for smoke. He's like, what the hell happened? The game was full right, was a, you know, a few minutes ago. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, poker moves forward after this. Cause I'm sure the world series is not going to happen this year. I don't see how they could possibly do it. Yeah. Um, I just, especially if they're going to do the, f- I mean, they're going to start at forehand. Cause I know uh, I was following the Venetian on Twitter and uh, they're going to open up like the first week of June, I think like June 3rd or June 4th or June 5th, something like that. And they already said no tournaments and they're going to do the four-handed deal. Now, they are going to do four-handed tournaments, which are pretty cool. They're going to yeah. do like $100 buy-ins, winner-take-all tournaments, um, which are interesting. I think that's a, a game that people would want to play and that you know at least you can get your juices going. Um, it, the other trouble part is is like how many people are going to want to travel and, and do right. stuff. I mean, that's going to be pretty tough to, you know, to get Florida, out there and do. Florida's poker is back up and running. They're, uh, <laughs> they're, they don't, Florida doesn't care about too much. So no. I mean, did you I see guess, Seminole? Yeah. Like they had yeah. like 106 people on the waiting list. Right. I looked like last I, week. I, I checked on Bravo because I just wanted to see because I'm actually, me and my wife are, she's not working because she's in catering. So she's kind of, doesn't have anything to do, right. obviously, because no one's booking any parties. And uh, my boss and my other job is pretty lenient. So we're actually headed down to Florida. Um, we're going to go see Boots and those guys. Oh, nice. That'll be fun. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. For about a month. And uh, I was like, oh, maybe I'll take a ride up to the Tampa Bay Casino um, and see how it is. You know, and then there's another casino that's a dog track casino. Uh, they're eight handed um, with the like, partitions and no masks. And it's, I, I'm just interested to see what happens, and because uh, on a personal note, I, I'm not going to play four-handed. No, um, I don't. I don't see four-handed being a. It's not a viable option. I mean, just the no, average guy not. is not going to want to do it, and you need you need those average guys to play to make it worth you know to make the game worthwhile. I mean, how do you play four-handed poker? It's like it's right. You know, you have to have the only, the only thing is and, the only way you can see the World Series doing it is if like possibly they spread it out to a couple different casinos instead of having everyone at the Rio, you know, That's maybe, interesting. You, maybe you have, you know, uh, you cap it. I mean, you could also cap it too, which I mean, kind of stinks because you're taking away from the prize Correct. pool. And that's why a lot of people play those for events sure. Because the prize They're pool huge so prize crazy. pools. Right. Right. But then you're going to, I mean, who knows if the forum players are going to be able to come in to, right. you know, it's a, it's a lot to figure out and that, you know, I don't, I don't envy those guys at all. It's, I mean, it's a huge part of the, you know, uh, Caesar's business, I would guess. I mean, 
I know like the slot machines probably make all their money, but oh, I for mean, sure. the World Series got to be up there too, as far as at least with advertising. And just to know? get all of those people into the casino, playing the other games, feeding the other, you know what I mean? Like that's the other part of it that happens too. I right. mean, when you get that many people in one casino, I mean, they're going to gamble on other stuff besides just a poker. I mean, we all right. do, right? Like as, as soon as the first person costs, they're going to pull the fire alarm and it's going to uh, be over. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I I don't know what to to think about it. And it's so hard to kind of understand. And you get so many different opinions and different experts and things saying one thing and then the next guy says something else. It's like, I I don't even know, you know, who to believe or how it's going to shake out. I guess only time will tell and we'll just see what happens. And hopefully it, it turns out okay. Yeah, I mean, eventually. Yeah, I mean, it was I feel like poker was kind of down in a little bit. And I feel like it was it was picking back up. You right. know, uh, we're getting like a second boom again where people were playing yeah. a lot more and, and live poker was doing really well. I mean, geez, the uh, the World people Series last gonna... year had one of the largest. Um, right. It was the second one that Jamie Gold. Yeah. Uh, second and that was like full blown online heyday, you know. I mean, are people even going to have any money to play after this? It's like, oh, that's so the other problem. Like, yeah. What if you're I mean, what if you're a full time poker pro and then this happens? It's kind of like Black Friday. Like, right. I mean, you didn't lose all your money right away, but now you have to, all right, now, shoot, what am I going to do? Am I going to play online in one of these poker clubs, which, all right, if I win, do I even get paid? Right. Or do I play on, like, one of these bootleg websites, you know, like America's Card Room or Shin, and um, what happens? To, it takes three weeks to get paid. Is my bank going to cash your check? Right. You know? Or, I mean, some guys, I mean, if I guess you can, you know, go rent a house in, like, New Jersey or Delaware or nevada and just well, and play you know, like you like you and brandon were talking about on an earlier podcast just rent the house for a month and right just gotta, you know. which is great for young guys with no <laughs> right. families I, yeah, we and, yeah we i can't do that, do that. <laughs> right how the hell am i gonna do yeah. that like it yeah, sounds fun shot. for a little bit I, I i'm sure i'd get bored with it after a while but you know again yeah. it's the idea of i'm not a fan of the online yeah it's just yeah. it's not as much fun yeah. so well cool uh last question for you let's get your yeah. what's your biggest win tournament or cash game i know you did say the the six six k winner at the the horseshoe for the uh plo game during the world series but can you think of any big tournament wins like what's your or most memorable maybe i don't know uh my biggest win uh poker win is probably was probably at six grand because like i said i usually and i've won like a couple thousand like three thousand one time you know a couple times two thousand bunch you know uh and again, when you're huge, playing two five, like that's a that's a pretty damn big right. winner, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've came in the, I've walked into the horseshoe at eight in the morning, and I've seen a guy playing online with like seven grand in front of him, and it's like, oh great, I'm going to buy it for five hundred. I want to sit at this table, right? You know, so it's like not enticing. Um, uh, but yeah, it's probably around there. Uh, I did win when I was twenty one. I uh, hit a straight flush playing Caribbean stud and won ten grand, and thought I was rich. No kidding. <laughs> I've yeah, never. But, well, I've, I haven't played Caribbean Stud in a long time. Is that, yeah. is that even a game that's out there anymore? It, it, it is. They have one table at the shoe. They do. And yeah, because remember when we used to play it back in the day? Like the the, the Royal Flush Pool would be like uh, a million bucks. Oh yeah. You know? Now it's like twenty grand or whatever because no one really plays it. Yeah, know? I was in Vegas so, yeah, one won- time when that hit. Uh, you know the jackpot, and it was like three or four hundred thousand. <laughs> like that's yeah. a chump change, but I mean, right. and it was at like a table behind me, and my brother and I were playing uh, blackjack or something. I remember what we were doing, but I mean, the guy just starts screaming and yelling. We all turn around and look, and it, it was exciting. It was even exciting just to be part of it there when you know. Yeah, I think I won ten grand. I was like twenty three years old. I was like. 
uh, poker wasn't huge yet. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, Ve- I bought a new car. I'm, nice. going to Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas. I went to Vegas. Uh, what else? Uh, I got, I, I got my own apartment. I bought a bunch of furniture. It was like, was awesome. all right, now I, now I got like 1500 bucks. Left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm back to normal. That, that's pretty much how I've been playing poker for like the last 20 years. Like I, you know, I'll, I went, I don't play poker to live. You know, I play poker to have fun and like win money to buy, like, you know, um, like when I just won that 6K and I, uh, me and my wife went to Mexico for a week. Right. You know? I mean, uh, that's the fun part about I it. I enjoy yeah. it because I want to, I mean, I want to, you know, I don't, like I said, I never wanted to make it a living and I had the opportunity at one point, but I just never really was interested in doing that. Yeah. I just play poker because I enjoy the game and I enjoy the, I'm very competitive. I enjoy the competitive aspect of it, you know, and, uh, is, uh, you know, always trying to get better. You know, there's always going to be somebody better than you no matter who you are. Right. And it's like the only game, like, I mean, you golf, uh, and I just started playing like five years ago. So, but you just can't go play Tiger Woods, and beat no. him. but you can go play Phil Helmuth and beat him. You know, it's interesting that way that that's how the dynamic works, right? I mean, you can, right. the average guy, I mean, that's the Chris moneymaker effect. It's just the average Joe Schmo working at a factory can go play at the world series and walk away and be, you know, a world famous champion. I mean, it's insane. Right. How, how much money is moneymaker made? You know, just off it, off his image alone from that, you know, and then the, like, the, he wasn't the best player to ever win it, but I don't think he was the worst player to ever win no. it. But I mean, the guy deserves more credit than for sure. All these poker, all these poker pros that no one knows about anymore. You know, like I don't, I can't watch poker on TV anymore. I mean, I will if there's nothing on right. tournaments. I can't watch. It's something that you know? they talked about. There's no stories anymore. Like you used to have those stories right. where you would like, you know, kind of follow somebody through the. Like they don't. It doesn't really happen like that anymore. It's just like okay, we watch a yeah. bunch of random hands and things happen. There's no like feel good story that happens. I mean, like Moneymaker was such a, an incredible story for the guy to like satellite in and, and just end up winning the whole thing and play against Sammy Farha, who is like this crazy, you know, just a professional card player. And he just gets beat by this average, I hate to say schmuck, but yeah, I mean, it's what happened, right? I mean, it's just this and average guy. A, I mean, it's great. And probably had a bluff of a lifetime. Oh yeah. It's inc- yeah. And he got it through. And I mean, it's just, he it did. makes for an incredible story. We need something like that to happen again, just for, you know, Again, good publicity uh, for the game. But yeah. um, well, thank you so much for taking the time and, and talking to us and telling us a little bit about your your poker life and in general. And as always, we appreciate you uh, you know coming to support CCG and and everything that we do. And you know, just thank you. No problem, brother. I'll be there when it starts going again. Yes, hopefully more than four handed. Yeah, yeah, no problem. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. All right, Kenny. All right, bye. All right, bye. Well, that was Joe. Joe is a regular CCG player. He has been uh, with the CCG family, and that's what I like to call it, the CCG family, um, for a long time. I I know Joe personally. Um, we're friends. You know, we've been friends for a long time, um, even before CCG. So we've always hung out. We've always had poker in common, and now we have a little bit more golf in common. So I'm going to have to try to play him in golf because I don't know if I can always beat him in poker, but I definitely can beat him in golf. So might be able to win some money back that way. But anyways, thank you for listening to this bonus episode. And as always, guys, if you want to be on the podcast, we would love to have you hear your stories, talk to you. Doesn't always have to be a you know crazy win or something exciting that happens. We definitely just. We love to be able to do this podcast to have more people involved and kind of get an idea of the poker landscape in general. We don't always want pros. We don't always want the average guys, you know, everywhere in between. So thank you for listening. And uh, as always, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review. And uh, we will catch you next time for uh, The Overlay, a poker podcast. Thanks, everybody.